Hear thee, hear thee, and welcome in to the week two podcast of Cheap Beer Fantasy Football League. We're back, back to back weeks. Um, pretty impressive, I have to say. The commitment is still there. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Jeff let me win, which is all, always important to get me to do anything. <laughs> if I win, I'll be there. If yeah, I it's lose, a real, a real sacrifice. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate that. We're going back to the basics, folks, tonight. Uh, on the, the horn, the good old horn with me tonight, uh, we have Jeffrey Sweatrag Kimball. Where, where is said Sweatrag? No sweat rag today, my friend. It's it's been cooling down. Uh, I got the fan on me, Ooh. Uh, so hopefully I can't. I can't promise uh, I will not be pouring sweat, but I'm going in very confident that I won't need the rag. Your face is already red. I my face is always red. This oh, is just yeah. a way of living. <laughs> How's the room tone with that fan on, Jeff? Am I going to be worried in the edit room? Oh no no no! It shouldn't be bad at all. Uh, I had it on the last pod I did, so. <laughs> Oh, I thought you meant like a different pod. <laughs> yeah, the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the other pod the, you do. <laughs> the other fantasy football pod where I'm the I'm the smartest, most dry <laughs> analyst <laughs> who actually knows things about fantasy football and doesn't draft Saquon. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> uh, also on the the horn, you can hear that laughter. You can hear those questions. Our one and only Dustin Littlefinger Sylvia. You're making a quite a a streak. Uh, on the pod, Dustin, I'm pretty impressed. You're always here, always ready to go. I truly have nothing else to do. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for having me. <laughs> <laughs> 2020 was the best possible year to start doing a podcast because what the hell else would I be doing on a Tuesday at 7 p.m.? The white male version of making sour. Jerking it. Oh. Oh, Brandon, you are frozen <laughs> as hell, dude. <laughs> no. You are gone. No, Brandon, come back. Come back. <laughs> well, Jeff, I guess we're on our own. All right, here uh, we go. <laughs> so, uh, hear thee, hear thee. <laughs> hear thee, hear thee. <laughs> oh, I, I love Todd. <laughs> hey, Brandon. We can see you now, Brandon. Oh, you can? Oh, there you are. Yeah, your audio's a little delayed, but at least we're, you're moving. I can't. You guys are not moving on my end. Can you hear us? I heard you the whole time. Oh, did you? Who who has a better impression of you? (laughs) Uh, Definitely Dustin, because I say I love Todd like once a day. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you wake up. Yeah. Good morning, Christina. I love Todd. It's going to be a great Todd day. (laughs) Every time Christina says I love you, she's she's just like, I love Todd. (laughs) I do. He's in the background. I don't know if you guys can see him on the uh, the top of the bookshelf up there. Oh, I see him. Oh, oh there he is. Brandon, look who I got back from the office a couple of weeks ago. You went in? Oh, nice. Well, just to, like, pick up some equipment. There he is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> COVID is a ladder. COVID is a ladder. But it turns out that the real ladder this year was injuries. Yeah, that's true. Wow. What a segue. What a transition. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we have him here, folks. Oh, my God. Just keeping things moving. <laughs> yeah. Who would have thought? Choo-choo. <laughs> so I feel like we need the in-memoriam music right here. I don't know, Jeff. Maybe you want to sing. <laughs> Who knows where the road goes? It's literally the only line I know. It's all I got. <laughs> something, 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 something. 
But yes, we, we do. Last week, we took a moment uh, to thank the fantasy football gods for getting us through one week of football when it looked possible that uh, it would not even happen, that we wouldn't even have a season. But this week, we want to take a moment and run through some of the names of, of players fallen, uh, teams that are in shambles, and specifically those players. Um, I'll, I'll name them. Just kind of imagine their best highlight. Some might be hard. Um, we might have to throw some college highlights in there, but... Portland Sutton. I don't even know what's wrong with him. Does anyone know? He tore his ACL. Tore his ACL. Christian McCaffrey. The ankle. Huge loss. Yeah. Ankle. Saquon Barkley. Tore everything. Everything. Tore his leg off. Off. Just off. <laughs> Clean. Might as well amputate it. Start over. Right? Raheem Mostert. He's an ankle too, right? Uh, I don't know. He's coming back though. Yeah. Next yeah. couple weeks. Couple weeks. I think it might be a sprain. Ankle spray. Mm, yeah, that one's not that bad. Uh, Chris Godwin. Concussion. He's fine. He's, He's fine, yeah. Concussion. He's back. Yeah, he'll play this week. Uh, Devontae Adams. Hamstring, I know that. That one hurts. I think he's going to be back this week, though. Mm, that's not what I'm hearing. I'm a little nervous. Oh, well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Cam Akers. Oh, who the fuck cares? <laughs> God. <laughs> Separated rib cartilage so he can continue oh. averaging, like, 0.9 yards per carry <laughs> on like three carries. <laughs> oh my god. I, f- ugh. I don't know, uh, uh, listener, if you can hear the anger and the vengeance in my voice. Well, hey, at least the uh, Malcolm Brown pickup worked out, right? Uh, it depends <laughs> on your definition of worked out. Uh, because he just had surgery on his fucking finger. <laughs> and then Tim Loftus somehow who is worse than me snatched Daryl Henderson off waivers so fuck my life yeah that's you got Mike Davis you're fine <laughs> yes the savior <laughs> <laughs> yeah our savior Mike yeah. Davis Mike Davis most boring name in football <laughs> last week we had uh, Kenny Galladay he looks like he might be back this week George Kittle damn I don't think he's coming back this week Mm-mm. oh really I think he is oh he is uh, I thought so no I don't think so, man. That's not what I heard. Yeah, Jeff already did a podcast, Dustin. He would know. Come on. (laughs) Michael Thomas, going to be out for a couple more weeks. Uh, Blake Jarwin tore his whatever. (laughs) AJ Brown, he's he's out for more weeks. Uh, Le'Veon Bell, shouts to you, Kevin. Uh, Keep rostering him. He's definitely going to come back. (laughs) Into that amazing offense. It's going to yeah. be <laughs> high-flying, high-flying offense. Adam Gase's prodigy, baby. Adam Gase, yeah. They were down like like 24-3 to three or something within the 10-yard line, and they kicked a field goal on fourth down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, and then Jamison Crowder. I think he's still out. He's going to be out this week. And there are more. Uh, I saw Julio Jones today. Uh, they... Quote, his hamstring injury is worse than it appears. So, Ooh, uh-oh. Timmy L, I'm really glad I'm playing you this week. Yeah, yeah. Brandon, what a what a nice schedule stretch for you. You I got know. me and then Tim Loftus. I know. Ugh. Lucky son of a bitch. This leads me into a point I wanted to bring up to you guys because I was thinking about it more, and this has nothing to do with, with Brian Roach trying to cheat his way to another victory. But... <laughs> 
karma will put him in last place again. Yeah, it's true. Like, we know he was trying to slide that in. That's like when you you have like a a bill in the Senate and you just like write something in for your community real quick and hope that no one notices. Hey, hey save that for the political pod. <laughs> yes, coming soon on Podbean. Yes, politics is a ladder. <laughs> Just quick update: Kenny Galladay back at practice. Oh, there you go. There you go. Lucky Nick. Lucky Nick. I was thinking though, since we are adding keepers, should we consider next year adding an IR spot so that you don't have to keep a player on your roster that maybe you want to keep? So you're saying that if someone like Saquon tours ACL, or I guess we'll say Cortland Sutton because you can't protect Saquon, but if Cortland Sutton tears ACL and you really wanted to keep him next year, you, instead of dropping him this year, you put him on an IR and you just leave him there for the rest of the year? Right. Got it. Can you take him off IR and put someone else there if you change your mind later? Yeah, that would be my only concern is making that keeper choice like too early, but if you can switch it, then yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't want him to like... I'm not saying you have to lock in Cortland as your your keeper moving forward. I I was just thinking like, if you wanted that flexibility. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know how I felt about the COVID IR spot, but since we're just throwing (laughs) IR spots, willy fucking nilly. (laughs) Sure. Let's just, whatever, man. Yeah, I agree. Whatever you want. Fine. We don't, we don't need to do it. I was just curious what people's thoughts were. Uh, Yeah, maybe it makes sense. We haven't had keepers yet, so it's hard to say, but I could see that being a thing that you'd think. Yeah. Maybe wait to unroll that till next year. See how keepers. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. We can't do it now. Well, why not? (laughs) State of the pod update. We actually have two new comments, guys. Comments? Comments. Oh, like people commented. People commented. Shut up. (laughs) <laughs> are you gonna be able to are, are are you gonna be able to read this in our PG thirteen podcast? Oh, definitely. I <laughs> forgot how to see this. Oh, oh my God. here we go. So excited. <laughs> very very nervous. <laughs> the editing is great and the sound is amazing. <laughs> um. All right. So the first one was four days ago. Quote: You can call me two time champion. Bahaha. I may hate you, but goddamn, do I respect you. Yeah, that was me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the second comment is, it's a ladder's league, period. I like that one. That's a good one. Yeah. Was this from someone in the league or a random person? <laughs> do we know? Is there a way to find out? Oh, there's. I, I know. Oh, this is definitely random. There's got to be random people. No. I don't think anyone in our league has figured out how to comment yet. It feels like something Tim would go out of his way to figure oh out. Oh my god, you nailed it. Yeah, <gasps> Tim <Lucas. laughs> So what, does he both of them? Both of them. He wrote both of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like not that surprised. <laughs> that all checks out. I have a ton of follow-up questions. <laughs> <laughs> You get one. So boil it down. Can we still be friends with a guy who says bah ha ha? <laughs> I don't know. What is he, a sheep? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, we do have more people from different states who are listening to our pod, Cheap Beer. Texas, 
has jumped on board. Texas has another listener. So whoever it was may have came back. Um, North Carolina, which I couldn't tell. Maybe, Dustin, they think you're in North Carolina. Oh, I guess, no, Jose is North Carolina. Yeah. So Jose getting us on the board with North Carolina. And then Ohio. Maybe a, a Kevin drove over the border, got us to Ohio. So I think the goal, guys, is to try and get all 50 states. That's really my goal. So, that sounds doable. Yeah, for sure. So I think there might be a uh, a road trip in the future where we just have to drive state to state and download a uh, new pod. I mean, if you're driving cross country, what else are you going to be listening to? Yeah, that's true. So we got more states on the board. Um, I'll come back next week with a total so we can slowly count those off. And then thank you, Tim, for the new comments. For the listeners, uh, if you have a, a question or a comment that you would like me to read on the pod, please feel free to subscribe to Podbean uh, and leave a comment like our good friend Tim X Perrin Loftus. <laughs> Smash that like button. <laughs> yeah, you like that? That was for that was for the ringer. I'm gonna cut that snippet and send it in. Be like, I can do promo reads perfectly. <laughs> Uh, now on to the awards. Man of the week is a man who I am looking at right now. It has to be Dustin, Sylvia, COVID is a ladder, 160 nine points nice 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 it's a nice score yeah you want to you want to i know you were hesitant to talk about your team but would you like to give a a quick shout out to uh particular players that really helped you get there yeah i don't like i said last week i don't really like people sucking their own dicks so i'm just gonna say three words about my team and that's all i'll leave it at that and these three words are fuck aj green (laughs) that's it (laughs) All right, moving on. I think the rest of my team speaks for itself. Yeah, I think uh, talking to Kevin too much, um, you guys might be on board. Same train. <laughs> of fucking AJ Green? Like, of hating yeah, of fucking okay. AJ Green. Yeah, well, let's see. I Once we get to the trade talk section, I, I'd like to raise a few points about AJ Green, but continue. Ooh. All right, all right. We'll get there soon. Um, but before we do, cue the sad music. Bitch Hippos and Tim Loftus. First team uh, in Sleeper to not break 100 points uh, with a sad 95. So, Jeff, you outscored the Bitch Hippos even though your best player did not make it through the game because his legs separated. That does feel good. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was really, really expecting to get uh, Deadass last this week, so I just want to extend a heartfelt thank you to Tim Loftus. Uh, in particular, Julio... Todd Gurley, David Johnson. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, even hearing those names, it's like, no shit, that team got deadass last. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, we can go through top scorers. You should have seen them in the, in the app, but um, I did want to take a moment and talk through something 
that I thought was particularly interesting in kind of the anatomy of a high scorer because I think the, the big winner this week was obviously Aaron Jones. And even though uh, ladder I barely know or could not hold on to victory, um, I do want to raise all of the ways that Aaron Jones scored points. Um, so he got 6.8 points for receiving yards, one point for having over 100 yards rushing, another point for having 200 yards combined between rushing and receiving, four points for receptions, uh, six points for one receiving TD, and three points uh, for a 40-yard rushing touchdown bonus. And that doesn't even include the 16.8 points he got uh, running the football. Um, and if he had two more carries, he would have had another point for reaching 20 carries. So that, ladies and gentlemen, is how you become the first 50-point scorer uh, in the sleeper era of cheap beer. Uh, round of applause to you, Aaron Jones. That was a, a massive performance. I miss him so much. It averages out with Heinz getting 1.4. That worked out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that worked out to, to two pretty good performances. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's very true. Moving on uh, to a, a section that we ended the pod last time on called Trade Talks question mark. But I thought a better name would be a quick walk around the trade block. Aww. First off, um, I, I want to once again pitch the idea uh, of trading draft picks. Uh, I think it would make things a lot more interesting for a team, I don't know, like Jeff's, uh, for instance, uh, who, who might be more inclined to, to trade uh, some of his, his players if he could you know, have an extra pick next year. Mm. I think it, it'll add a little je ne sais quoi. Ooh, I think this the uh, that's already happened, though. I mean, Kevin and Joel traded their draft picks. So I feel like the precedent has already been set. It's true. So, you know, fire away. I'm totally down, basically because I've given up on this year, but <laughs> whatever. So, so Jeff, you, in this situation, would you be willing to trade next year's second round draft pick to get, like, I don't know, an Aaron Jones? Would you do that? Would you seriously do that when you're 0-2? No, no, no. I, I'm thinking the other way. Jeff's already tanking. He would trade his good players for draft picks for next year. What good players? Wow. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, uh, Antonio Gibson. Alan Lazard. All right. All right. Uh, okay, Boston okay. Scott is still on here. Would you trade Mike Evans for a second round pick next year? Probably. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't think you're going to get a lot of people who who agree with me, but yeah, I mean yeah. it's just like you're totally giving up after week 2 at that point. Yeah, well, uh, we'll we'll talk about my team later, but there's a reason that I'm giving up. Um <laughs> <laughs> But yes, oh, my man. my vote is yes. All right. Well, we'll add it to the queue for next year. I, I was going to do this later, but I, I think it kind of lends itself now. I have to be honest, guys. I think I might be backing down on my no tight ends uh, stance. Wow. They're pretty good this year, aren't they, Brandon? They're pretty fucking good this year. Wow, look at that. They've changed the position. Now it's just giant wide receivers. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, you're right. So I think after like looking at the uh, the totals for tight ends last week, I was like, oh, you know what? That that might be okay. Dude, when people like Dalton, <coughs> excuse me, when people like Dalton, <laughs> okay, I'm getting so worked up thinking about it. When, <laughs> when people like Dalton Schultz are putting up 20 points, I know you could. That's a pretty deep position at that point. Yeah. So that's just I wanted to throw that out there to you guys because uh, I I figured you'd be excited to to not have to continuously talk about that moving yeah. forward. I mean, I got two capable ones, so that feels great. Yeah. By the way, Joel, Joel, I know you need one, so hit me up. Yeah, he does. He's starting Logan Thomas, who I, I'm assuming is this year's Vance McDonald. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he's on the Washington football team, so it's like, I guess it's just him and Terry catching balls. And Gibson. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah, how dare you? Well, Joel, if you want a real tight end, uh, Evan Ingram is, is also available. And- <laughs> a real tight end. <laughs> <laughs> a real shitty one. boom nailed it um but yeah uh i'm i'm looking to trade evan ingram just to uh no saquon i'm just saying he's going to be their best receiver so what about darius slayton or even golden tate no dude slayton's gonna be the best yeah i want to make a pitch pitch for jerry judy real quick guys (laughs) Cortland sutton is out for the year do you know who's catching balls there we got two names noah fant we love him he's doing great and jerry judy so get him while he's hot. He's going to go quick. He's going to break my starting lineup in the next couple of weeks if no one takes him. And then my other pitch is he's not on the block yet, but A.J. Green, look, he's had over 20 targets in two weeks. That's a huge – and if it's – if it's uh, what's his name? Joe Burrow's going to throw it 50 times a game, which he's currently it's doing. True. He's going to catch them at some point, right? He has to start catching them. He's got what, like a like a twenty five percent catch rate or something like that. Yeah, it's horrible. But twenty targets—that's like twice as many as most receive. Anyway, what I'm saying is he's cheap right now. So if you want to hit me up with like a Kareem Hunt, for example, I'm listening. I'm listening. Wow, wow, Kareem. Hunt I was going to ask you guys, who would you pick of the three running backs that Joel has on the block? Hunt, Gordon, Hunt, or Hines? I want Hunt. Hunt, Hunt, hundred percent. Last week proved that Hunt and Chubb can share that backfield and both feast. Yeah, so. they're both amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would like to make a pitch, if that's okay. Uh, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> um, there's, look, there's a good blend of some guaranteed talent, some floor, gla- some floor guys like Chark uh, with some, uh, fuck, I can't even do this. You know what? <laughs> I... I think I think if I can pitch anybody, uh, it's going to be Slayton or Chark for like a low RB two, high RB three, or just something. Uh, <laughs> they're if you're at a pinch for a wide receiver, their floor is so nice, and they're getting targets, uh, and they're getting touchdowns. So yeah, those guys, please, please, God, <laughs> send me a send me a running back. Yeah. So Joel, if you're listening. You- yeah, Joel. <laughs> people are hungry for what you're serving. Yeah, people are hungry. He, um, we'll get to his team momentarily, but he's got a, a lot to, uh, to disseminate amongst the league, and we know how he loves to disseminate. So it's time to, to disseminate. <laughs> <laughs> Joel, get your seminate out of our league. <laughs> 
All right, so we've moved uh, to a power ranking structure, so we're going to quickly breeze through the recap of week two. Um, and so the way that I thought, the best way to do this, uh, I thought, was to highlight why uh, a certain team won. Mm-hmm. And so first up, uh, we have Stanielle Derns, 141 against the Bitch Hippos, 95. Josh Allen uh, was the second highest scoring QB, and Leonard Fournette was the third highest running back. Wow. Um, those That's two crazy. together led Dan. <laughs> Did you guys see that coming? No, I, I don't think anyone <laughs> saw Fournette breaking the 20-burger. Not at all. That was super shocking. So Dan Dan knew it. None of us did. At a boy. Yeah, he's got to trade Newton at some point. That's what I have to say about that. It's true. It's just sitting there. All right, so now we have Ladders are a Ladder, 159. Coitus Martin, 134. Uh, Ladders are a Ladder had 72 points um, from their three running backs that they started. So that's pretty tough to beat. Gotta feel good about that. Oh, yeah. Montgomery, though, I don't see that. I don't see that production keeping up like that. Yeah, yeah, very, very shocked. But, I mean, those his top two running backs are just going to be 20 points every week. Yeah. It's true. Art. I'm, I'm playing them next week, so I'm just kind of like I, I could I can see myself being one and two very easily. Poor baby, I know. Poor baby. <laughs> well, uh, I did put some lines together to end the podcast, so you'll be ha- you'll be interested to see. Maybe you'll want to put a bet down uh, with these lines, then Dustin <laughs> against myself. <laughs> hedge my hedge my bets. <laughs> yeah, against yourself. Yeah, hedge, yeah exactly. <laughs> I win either way. <laughs> either with your heart or with your wallet. <laughs> That's how I gamble. Uh, no. Uh, anyways, Cookie Monsters, 150 versus World of Wario, 138. Cookie Monsters was led by the fact that every one of his position players scored over 17 points, uh, which is just a great team effort uh, to, to lift that team up. Nick Kane, consistency, consistency. He's always got depth somehow. Even when he's got all these injuries, I know. he still pulls it out. It's going to be scary when he gets that whole team back. Galladay and Kittle, when they're full strength and Mostert's mm-hmm. back, like, look out. Yep. Um, all right. Great matchup here. Todd's Clown Dentists, 140. <laughs> What's it? Versus uh, Heinous Wars, a new anus, 104. Three words. The Texas Ranger. <laughs> Does anyone call him that? Or just you? No, it's me. <laughs> oh, nice. That's cute. Uh. <laughs> He gets a special nickname when you put up 40 points after scoring, I think he had maybe 10 at halftime. <laughs> that game was just unbelievable. Insane. It was insane. I love the Falcons so much. I know, I the love Falcons the Falcons. are so stupid. They might be like the most poorly disciplined team in the league. Oh my god, that onside kick. Like, what? <laughs> Did you guys see Stephen A. Smith going off about him? Like, he's like, they... Don't know the rules. There's only one explanation. <laughs> they don't know the rules. <laughs> All seven of those guys, none of them knew the rule. <laughs> it's like that means the coach is teaching them the wrong rules. That's all that means. It's perfect. Anyways, the Washington football team, one fifty-two versus Ladder. I barely know her. One thirty. The only note I wrote down here is DK Metcalf. Uh, I'm sorry for doubting you because he looked incredible. Um, against a, a Pat secondary, which is usually lights out. Um, and I think he might be the real deal. He's going to look even better this week against Dallas. Yeah. My God. <laughs> yeah, that game's going to be wild. Oh, if you have a Seahawk or a Cowboy this week, you're feeling pretty confident. Texas Ranger, baby. 
I feel like this year, more than any other year, it's like if you have a player on a great offense, like you're set. It's just so fun. Unless they get hurt, it's like this, you just want to be on a good team. Never like a good offense. doesn't matter how good their defense is. It's true. Uh, all right. Our last recap of the section is our man of the week. COVID is a ladder, 169 versus all ladders matter, 126. Uh, and it was thanks to the Monday massacre. Ugh. The Great Monday Massacre. Is that going to go down in the history book? <laughs> it might because Kamara and Waller, that was the amount of, I feel like every time I looked up, Carr was throwing to Waller. Yeah. Just every time. Yeah. He had, um, I think Matt Berry said this, he had the uh, highest um, catch percentage of any player this week, like of on like on their respective teams, you know? So he was just dominating the, the touches, which is why I wanted him. Oof. Yeah, it was just every time. Yeah, just Waller, 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 Waller. Yeah, he's awesome. I mean, he's also got a great story. I don't know if you guys have like heard about it. He was like, he's been around the league for a while, but he, he's been suspended. He's been like kicked off teams because he had a bunch of like off the field issues. And then he like straightened his life out and got a second chance with the Raiders and like has just been shining ever since. So love to root for that man. There you go. That is a good story. Waller is a baller. Waller's a baller. Dustin, I have to be honest, I almost just paid Jose on Monday because I thought there was no way anyone was going to catch him for Man of the Week. Um, and then that was insane. I was surprised it was 20 bucks. That's how long it's been since I've won Man of the Week because like the last time I won it was 10 Yeah, that was years ago. It's Oops. been 20 for like three years. And I've just been decent for as many. <laughs> it's true. I think we, we learned that in the... Uh, the, the recaps. Uh, the retrospectives. The retrospectives, thank you. <laughs> You're always good, but then you, you just don't, you never have like a stud. And I feel like this year is not the case. Except for Tyreek Hill. That was my one yeah. exception. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Um, all right. So that wraps up our recap. Look at that, guys. That was quick as hell. 30 minutes flat. Yeah. Love it. Love that. So that gives us plenty of time uh, to bring in a, a new segment. Um, and I, I want to make sure that everyone who's listening, uh, that your earbuds open up and, and understand sort of the mystique uh, around these power rankings. Um, because I, the way that I think about them is uh, an early scene in, in 300. Um, you know, 300 was a movie when I was in high school that I loved. And I'm sure if I watched it now, I would be like, wow, this is not as good as I remembered. But one of the things <laughs> that uh, I remember from that movie uh, is when King Leonidas has to ascend the mountaintop to, to speak to the gods uh, about what he should do against uh, King Xerxes and, and the Persian Empire. And you have those naked women swirling around, uh, almost like ghosts. And even though they don't tell him what he wants to hear, uh, they're considered to be all-knowing. Um, and so that's how these power rankings come about, is uh, I send Erica, uh, my assistant, all the way up uh, into the, the, the unknown where she has to climb a mountain uh, and speak uh, to these uh, spirits almost uh, so that they can compile what they imagine uh, the cheap beer power rankings to look like. Uh, so that's what went into these. Uh, luckily for us three on, uh, that are here right now, we've been able to look at them um, and we're very excited to reveal uh, what did the power ranking uh, sorceresses have passed along. So just like imagine that as we get going. Now, I, I assume all of you want to know who's number one, uh, because who really wants to be at the bottom? But 
No, this wouldn't be a podcast if we didn't make you listen to all the garbage first. So that's why we're going to start at number 12. Number 12. The one, the only, bitch, hip, bows. That's right. Tim Loftus, number 12, after two weeks. The only thing I'll say before we I open up the floor to you guys is I was very upset to see Tim at number 12 because it, it get, it's locker board material, right? He's going to put that on uh, the, the team clubhouse, number 12 in the power rankings. Uh, we lost to, quote, the worst manager of the week. You guys got to turn it around. So if Julio plays, I'm fully expecting him to go off for 39 against me, and I'm going to just be annoyed because then the next week the bitch hippos will score 85 and I'll feel like an idiot. Well, yeah, and if Michael Thomas comes back, look out. True. It's true. Yeah, just looking at his uh, lineup right now, he's rocking the uh, two tight end, no defense setup. (laughs) So I'm sure he's prepped fully (laughs) for for next week. I do respect that he must have listened to last week's episode and changed DeAndre Swift's nickname to DeAndre Taylor Swift. Just I assumed it's (laughs) despite us. Respect. Respect. I will say I. I have now. I I did not watch most of the Saints Bucks game, but I watched most of the Saints game last night or two nights ago. And I really think Drew Brees just might be uh, cooked. Mm-hmm. So mm. I'm a little worried for him. Don't let Brees cook. <laughs> Whatever he's cooking, I want nothing of it. You know whose time it is to cook, Brandon? Jameis Winston. That's what I'm saying. Woo! Do you guys think he'll he'll come out this year? Do you think he'll make a sh- uh, an appearance? I do. Yeah. I like, yeah. Did you guys see Drew? It, yeah. He looked terrible. Plus, Jameis has the LASIK now. He's mm-hmm. just throwing perfect balls all over the field. Mm-hmm. He's gonna. Yeah, I think I think it is time uh, for Jameis to supplant Drew Brees. Yeah, the time is coming. Changing of the guard. Yes. Yeah. I also. I just have to say, I, I'm i very excited to go up against David Johnson and Todd Gurley um, as the two <laughs> running backs because it just is not scary at all. Uh, I, I, I can't be more confident in the fact that they are both going to score like 12 points. Dude, I'm so, I'm so pumped for you to eat those words. <laughs> DJ, DJ didn't look terrible week one. I don't know about week two, but Todd Gurley, man, just looks... Slow and old. Arthritic. Arthritic. I mean, did Tim watch any of the games last year? Because I did, and it was hard to watch. It's just not enjoyable watching Gurley run. Like it's like watching your uncle play backyard football. <laughs> Tim is just stuck in 2016. He is. Larry Fitzgerald, Cole Beasley, bringing up the rear as always. Yeah. Yes. And I I do love that he's gonna run he's gonna run two tight ends against me to try and make me eat my words and I cannot wait to win by like fifty points and laugh at him like that's that's really what I want. Tim's gonna leave a rude comment on the pod being uh, next <laughs> week. Just you wait. Uh, don't do that, Tim. We need uh we need listeners, and if you write rude things, people might not listen. <laughs> All right, so that was number twelve. Any last thoughts? Get a new quarterback. <laughs> Get Jameis. Get him now. Handcuff your quarterback. He should. You know what he should do? If Dan's listening to, he should try to trade with Dan for Cam. Ooh, that's what he should get. Cam. Yeah. Mm. I I can't imagine Tim being a Cam fan. Am I wrong? What? He's a Patriot. Yeah, but I feel like Tim's not a big Cam guy. Uh, he's a Patriots guy. I think that's all you need. That's fair. 
Plus, Cam's proven himself after two weeks. Yeah. I love him. Oh, my God. Big time. Yeah, for sure. Um, all right. So moving on up the, the ladder. One rung. Number 11. In a place that he has been most of his career here. Uh, number 11. Heinous Wars. A new anus. Uh, and, and Dustin, I, I think you had a couple of, of notes prepared based on this ranking. Uh, yeah, sure. I mean, it's <laughs> Chip and I just decided we didn't want to talk about our own teams. Uh, and Brandon decided he did want to talk about his own teams. So we're doing a little swap here. <laughs> um, but yeah, Chip, let's see. So I do have a prepared positive spin. So I'll give you, I'll give you like the compliment sandwich that you usually like to give me. You know, we can just like skip this. No, no. So here's, <laughs> just, just move on to here's what I have to move say. On to number ten. This is only week two, and already we've lost like I don't know ten <laughs> like first two round guys to, to injuries. Like other people are going to end up exactly where you are after next week, after the week after. So I think just don't give up yet because other people are going to get hurt. It's just going to be those years, one of those years. So <laughs> what a positive spin. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, it can only get worse for everyone else but you. Like, it can still get worse for you, but it could War of attrition. There we go. All right. There you go. So that's my one comment about that. My other comment is now that you can shed Barkley, um, it makes space for uh, something new. So keep your eye on the waiver wire, my friend, because you'll probably be right on the bottom for a couple more weeks and you can scoop up people like Mike Davis, who's going to get like eight catches a week because the Panthers suck and they're always behind. I don't know, man. You might, you might be in the cellar for a couple waiver picks, get some nice growth, some upside, and take off. I appreciate that. Next stop, playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Uh, I do. I do think uh, reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated. <laughs> certainly, certainly, certainly disheartening because my game plan going into the draft was having that, or not as the draft progressed, was having that solid. Mahomes, Andrew, Saquon floor to take some riskier chances with some rookies. And then when you don't have that floor, it makes things a little tougher. So, you know, I think you're right. Just got to ride the waiver wire, make hopefully some good choices. But yeah, I think Mike Davis is going to be really good, at least in the short term until McCaffrey gets healthy. Yeah, exactly. So I think that'll help you out to, you know, just to get your confidence up a bit. <laughs> get like one or two wins. Yeah, that's, hey, that's, that's something. That's something. You just don't want to lose in the toilet bowl. That's it. Ugh. Yeah, even though even though I'm perennial perennially in the second half, bottom half of the league, never a toilet bowl loser. That's shit. <laughs> that was a pot shot. Yeah. Uncalled for. That's right, baby. That's right. Yeah, I, I have to admit, I don't think it looks very good for you this week, so it might be 0-3. Oh, 100%. Yeah, no, no question. It helps if you've already accepted it and are ready to just move on emotionally. It's true. Um, all right, so moving up the, the ladder. Number 10. We get to all ladders matter. And, and Kevin, who, who spent a lot of time on this pod previously talking about the demise of his team, uh, I do have to say, Robbie Anderson and John Brown, unheralded, but have put up... 19 or 20 point weeks back-to-back weeks can they keep it up and move all ladders matter higher up the chain i think so i think the bills are surprising everybody with their offense i think they're really good this year and they're throwing it a ton with Allen. 
So I think John Brown's going to stay productive. And then I think Robbie Anderson is finally not with Adam Gase. And that's all he needed. <laughs> it's true. John, John Brown really benefits from Diggs being in that receiving core. Uh, he And Diggs still feasts, but John Brown is like, hey, I'm wide open, which is really helpful for him. Right. He was all they had last year. I will say, though, they did the two teams that they've played are the uh, Jets and Dolphins. So I, it's not <laughs> tough competition. Yeah. I'm feeling good about them, though. Yeah. I don't think I don't think their ceiling is very high, but I think they're going to be a good floor. I do think they're going to lose this week. All ladders matter is going to lose this week, pretty resoundingly. But wow. as you said, there's a you know there's the floor. It, it it'll prevent him from being dead ass last consistently because that's me and Tim Loftus's job. <laughs> I mean, so you say that, but I don't know. We'll get to Sean's team, but I still look at it, and even though he's been putting up a ton of numbers, I'm still not that scared of it. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get, get there. there. We'll get there. Yeah, the only other thing I'd say, and I, it was kind of surprising to me. I don't, I don't understand why he's not starting Josh Kelly this this week over uh, Devin Singletary. Singletary is just going to get you a consistent ten, and Josh Kelly, I feel like last week he looked awesome, and Carolina sucks, so they are going to be running the ball to to get time. Uh, I just, I would start Josh. I agree. Do you think do you think anyone listening is gonna like would actually take our advice? Like do you think this is helpful for people or do you think they're just gonna like do the opposite? <laughs> I mean, Dan listened to you week one, started Jameson Crowder and look at him. No, yeah. Hopefully. Or that was just random chat. Helps beat me. Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they take it seriously. We're very smart. If he replaces if Kevin replaces Singletary with Kelly this week, I think that means that he listens. Like, like he values our input. He's definitely not going to do it, and I can't wait to watch Josh Kelly get like 18 points and Devin Singletary <laughs> get his customary 10. So it is, and so it has always been. <laughs> so it is, so it be. <laughs> so it has always been. All right, so up another rung, uh, we have another ladder team. Number nine. Ladder, I barely know her, uh, who was riding very high uh, on our, our podcast previous. I will say he does have the best player in cheap beer right now. I, I mean, after you score 50 points, how can you not be the best player? But the reason why I think the sorceresses have, have ranked him so low is that the best wide receiver he has right now is Russell Gage, uh, which is kind of shocking. I mean, I think DJ Moore will get there. I was going to say, I think DJ Moore, yeah. I'm just, I'm going by the amount of points that they've scored. Mm. Russell Gage has scored more points this year than DJ Moore. You're probably right. He's a fa- he's a Falcon at the end of the day. Like, I would, I think he, he should play Gage whenever the Falcons are playing a shitty defense or like a high scoring offense because they're just going to keep throwing it and it's got to go somewhere. So would you start him over Marvin Jones this week? This week, uh, so Marvin Jones is playing Arizona. Oh my God, my voice keeps cracking. <laughs> Someone's going through, I'm going through puberty. puberty. Thank God, it finally happened. Maybe I'll finally grow. <laughs> um, who are they playing? The Bears. Um, I don't know. Are there? Is their defense good? I don't know anything about the Bears. Do you? Mm. I don't care. You can do whatever you want. Yeah. Who? The, who the fuck cares? <laughs> right. well, there you go. There you go, Joel. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> who cares all your all, all your receivers are garbage continued <laughs> however i will say though he has four of the top 14 running backs right now 
Trade me one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, same. He, I mean, Joel, what are you doing if you're not working the trading block right now? If you have not moved in to the trading block and you have a property there and you're just trying to offload one of the, the running backs from your house, I don't know what you're doing because you have four. Like, that makes zero sense to me. Yeah, it's a waste. Give me it's one. A waste. Share the load. Share the load. Seminate, Joel. Seminate. Uh, so that that's the bottom four, the bottom third. Do you guys... I mean, we'll get to the rest of the teams momentarily, but how do we feel about that bottom four? Accurate. Yeah, I think depressing. It's pretty good. I would say my only quarrel. Don't do it. Is that I think <laughs> Daniel Derns should probably be there besides mm. Joel. That'd be my change. Interesting. Oh, well, because shockingly, number eight is not Daniel Derns. Ah. <gasps> Number eight. It's actually Cookie Monsters, which before we get into Cookie Monsters, and I know Nick is going to be very annoyed with the, the rankers uh, that have him all the way down at, at eight, uh, even though he's two and zero. Oh. Mm. Why does he have an apostrophe? It's <laughs> a great question because it's like it's Cookie Monsters. What team? It's like, what does it own? I don't yeah, know. maybe. Yeah, maybe he's owned by the the Cookie Monster. The whole team is owned by Cookie Monster. I don't know. Maybe. It's just odd. I don't get the apostrophe. What do you think, Jeff? Could be, could just be a typo. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you're right, because he did Alcoholic Sequanimous, and there were so many misspellings in that in that name. That's hard, though. How the fuck do you spell Sequanimous? <laughs> Not like the way you did. Like, good on him for trying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So I think right now, the reason, if I can speak for uh, the sorceresses at the top of the hill, that he's so low is just the the potential is there, but it just it hasn't yet been realized. And even though he's 2-0, and I feel like he's getting by on uh, spit and scotch tape. And like this week, he's starting Sony Michelle. Like, good <laughs> Lord. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but, you know, if Mostert comes back. Right. And if Freeman ends up being decent there's something that's true yeah uh, i went I, I i went to snag him and nick had already fucking gotten him i was very upset about that nick is like <laughs> that's a classic nick movie he's the best at sniping like people that are about to be like the hot waiver wire pickup you know he does that a like lot a week before it's very annoying yeah so i mean maybe fix your team name nick and then <laughs> you might you might get moved up and I, I think like you guys are right he has the most potential to climb pretty high um, once Kittle and Galladay and Mostert and Coleman all come back, like that team is, if he can keep squeaking by with everyone hurt, by the time we get to the end of the year and everyone's back, he's going to be terrifying. The only person that doesn't scare me is Brady, to be honest. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah. Uh, you say that for now. Just you wait. And uh, well, yeah, we'll see. Maybe if he can get on the same page. They also he hasn't had like Evans and Galladay be healthy yet. So Godwin, I, I might change Sunday. God, or, yeah. God, what did I say? Galladay. Galladay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, he obviously can like throw deep and hit them. Like Evans had a really good game last week, so I think it's just getting both those guys healthy, and then maybe if Gronk has more than one target a game, probably won't happen. But I wouldn't get your hopes up. Damn, bench <laughs> him. Bench the guy. <laughs> Play him. Put in Mike Gesicki. It's the time of Mike Gesicki. It's true. <laughs> It's true. So yeah, I mean, I think we're all in agreement that this might be a little low for for Nick, but 
um, he definitely has the potential to, to move up. Number seven. To round out the bottom half of the power rankings is the one, the only Todd's clown dentists. I think I have been buoyed by two massive weeks by two players. Uh, and I'm really terrified when that dries up um, because constantly getting 40 points from one of your players is not going to be the way that I continue to, to win. Um, I have to admit, I, I am starting to get worried about uh, Joe Mixon, the mixologist, just because that <laughs> offensive line, I watched a lot of that Bengals Browns game, which was horrible, but that offensive line is just absolutely garbage. It's mm. so bad. There are no holes. Joe Burrow is constantly under pressure. I just don't know how he is ever going to pick it up. Yeah, he's going to get injured pretty soon if they keep letting him yeah. letting them get to him. Yeah, I was going to say, oof. It's also not a ba- not a bad problem to to have that like, oh, a couple of my guys get 40 every once in a while. Like, <laughs> what a bummer. That's true. Um and I feel like I'm in a pretty good position to to win this week again and I hope that Robert Backwoods Woods can can come back. He got saved by a touchdown last week. He really did not did not do much, but Deontay Johnson I think is the mm. best receiver on the Steelers right I now love, and I, I am very excited by that. Yeah, I think you scored gold with James Robinson and Deontay Johnson. They're both amazing. Oh, big time. Yeah, Robinson looked great last week. Uh, and Robert Woods is going to be fine. That talent is undeniable. Yeah. And that offense looks much better than last year. Yeah, well, that's because there are no fans. So Sean McVay can just call out what <laughs> Goff should do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's actually like got a helmet on. He play He's like starting to play now. <laughs> He's getting out there. Anyways, yeah, so number seven. That's a humble ranking for yourself, Brandon. Yeah, well, that's what happens when the you have one massive player each week and the rest of your team doesn't do much. Um, so we'll see. I'm, I'm still positive. I like my team a lot. I just wish that Joe Mixon had any sort of help running the ball. It's just, it's so funny watching that game and then like turning on the Cowboys and watching like Zeke just gash teams for like 10 yards at a time. It was... <laughs> Demoralizing. <laughs> it is. It really Soul crushing. Is. Number six. All right. So now moving into the top half is where Dan resides. Danielle Derns is number six. Uh, he does have two of the top three quarterbacks. However, he's starting three Dolphins this week, guys. Three Dolphins. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Against Jacksonville, though, so it's not the end of the world. Wow, you were right. His whole team is the AFC East. Like, that's never a good thing. I mean, it's worse. He's 2-0. and Okay, so he put he already put in Mike Kosicki. Good job, Dan. Thank- that was a week too late, but at least he did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and I mean, right now, Sleeper has him crushing Nick this week to take sole possession of first wow. place in, in uh, Blankensburg. Huh. Do you, well, that could change if Galladay and Kittle break his lineup. There. That's true. Mm-hmm. Like that, that'll be a big swing. But Dan seems not bad. Um, now that Miles Sanders is back, and he looks like mm-hmm. exactly what people are talking about. That's got to feel pretty good. Yeah, and Hill and Cooper are solid wide receivers. They're going to get points every week. You can't forget the Pats D, baby. Yeah, the Pats D. Pats D. Like, 
I mean, I think if Fournette can really turn it on and maybe Lindsey comes back, his team is... Uh, he's also got three tight ends on his team, which is surprising to me. But Dan, you can just go ahead and drop Gronkowski. I don't think anyone's picking him up. <laughs> I'll do you a solid right now. Just get rid of him. Anyway, Josh Allen's awesome. I feel like a lot of teams that are doing pretty good all picked one of those quarterbacks that was like supposed to be really good and is actually really good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Except for, I guess, <laughs> Jeff with Mobs. <laughs> but besides that... Leave, leave me alone! <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking at your face. So it like, reminded me that that's not entirely true. Alright, I'm hiding my camera. <laughs> um, Alright, so that, that was number six, Staniel Derns. So now moving into the the higher-ranked teams. Number five. Number five is the other 2-0 team. So all three 2-0 teams did not crack, crack, well, fuck, crack the top four. Uh, with Washington football team at number five, I think the biggest note for me is I feel so bad for Sean because he dropped Mike Davis last week. Thanks, Sean. <laughs> It's a good assist. Oh, yeah. That's, that's the L.A. assist. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> little L.A. collusion. Yeah, the connection. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just, I have to admit, I felt bad. I would, I'd feel much better about his team. I mean, he's getting hammered with injuries. Not as bad as, as Nick is, but I feel like he's getting hammered. And I just, guy, I really don't believe in Adam Thielen. I, I think that that like eight point display that he had last week or whatever it was, six points is really going to be what he's going to look like moving forward. You think it's more like he scores six than 30? Yeah. I don't know, man. Kirk Cousins was historically bad last week. I don't think he's going to be that bad again. Although, you know, I could be wrong. (laughs) He's going to be very mediocre, but he's not going to be like three pick 61 total passing yards like Nathan Peterman numbers. (laughs) The man, the myth, the legend. (laughs) Uh, and you add that with Metcalf, who's probably going to go for 50 this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> no, Metcalf is insane. Um, yeah. So fucking good. Marquise Brown has kind of been a letdown, huh? Yeah, he has. I mean, he, if he turns it around, that, that'll be a huge boost. I think it's just so many mouths in Baltimore. Like, he's got two Ravens in that starting lineup. I think, like, yeah, I think Dobbins still is a little underwhelming. Going to have to mm-hmm. prove himself. But I think I think Hollywood Brown turns it around. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, they've just been crushing teams. So it's yeah. like they don't need to throw it at any point. So now maybe that they're going up against Kansas City, it'll actually be a time where Lamar has to throw the ball. That game's going to be amazing. That's going to be awesome. That's a great game. So excited. And I, Jonu Smith, man, he's he's been insane. He's been Delaney Walker. <laughs> um, I do love that Sean now officially has two rookies as a starting running backs so yeah. he, very, he very quickly dove head first into that all rookie strategy yeah. <laughs> let's see how it pays off yeah i mean i think his team is solid he's 2-0 he has the most points in the league right now um, which i was kind of surprised by i didn't realize that but only him and michael bolton have over 300 right now so <laughs> yeah i, I kind of was shocked at that i think it, the rankers took that Put him in the top five, but number four. Number four. Is ladders are a ladder. And I know Dustin has already gone on record thinking he's going to get blown out 
by ladders are ladders. I didn't say I was gonna get blown out. I said I was scared. No, all right, fine, fair. <laughs> Brutal. One person I am not scared of is T. Y. Hilton. Um, I think a Philip Rivers is is definitely washed, and and T. Y. Hilton is just he's got nothing left in that tank. I I do not like him. I think he will continue to underwhelm. I think, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I think you're totally right. Hilton's such a deep ball threat, and Phil, as I said in your earlier pod, Philip Noodle Arm Rivers cannot get it that far. Yeah, you kind of called that one. But I think uh, Keenan Allen is really going to benefit with the rise of Herbert. It's true. I'm pretty sure Jose paid that doctor to stab Tyrod in the in the in the lung. <laughs> Did you see that? That was crazy. <laughs> Just absolutely insane. That you cannot make that shit up. Oh, is that what it was? Yes. Yeah, yeah, dude. Like the doctor, pu- it was. Was it his lung or his heart? No, it was his lung. Yeah, he punctured his lung, giving him giving him some medication intravenously. Oh my god! Which is insane. <laughs> you have to fire that doctor, right? Is he like getting uh, sued? I feel like there's gonna be legal action for that. I would. Yeah. I think. I think if Tyrod like his career is jeopardized because of it, he definitely has a case. That's medical malpractice one hundred and one. <laughs> wow dude the fact that justin herbert found out that he was starting like a minute before the game started and then proceeded to almost beat the chiefs is just yeah yeah incredible kid looked good and keenan allen is gonna feast as a result that's yeah, true if anthony lynn lets him stay in I think he's got a hard on for tyrod uh he has to he has to start herbert after that that was someone was saying though it was like such bad luck for Tarad, like before this, he was on the the Browns, and Baker came in and took his job. He just like keeps getting shown up by rookies that he can't keep a starting job. This one wasn't really his fault, though. But also uh, to jump to a different LA team, Tyler Higby. I uh, I think that he is the real deal. I like him a lot. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> yeah, he's one of those super hyped tight ends from the yeah. preseason that actually paid off it's like him fant johnny smith like these guys are doing what people were like pray praying that they would and like maybe one of them will do it but they're all doing it yeah. it's awesome it's true um and then that floor of of zeke and lamar is just like mm. that that's such a good floor and now he has jarek too he's gonna be a bell cow for san francisco next week against the giants like yeah, but McKinnon also could tear his ACL within minutes of starting. Yeah. yeah, it would not shock me if he's added to the memoriam section yeah. of this. <laughs> so in advance, RIP, Jared McKinnon. <laughs> A preemptive RIP. The sorceresses have spoken. It's true. Which leads us uh, to the, the man on the phone, number three. Number three. COVID is a ladder buoyed by uh, the Monday Night Massacre that was last week. I, I have to imagine that they watched that game. It was the only one on. Well, yeah, of course I watched that game. It's a good game. Saints-Raiders uh, in the first Las Vegas home game. It's true. In the Roomba, the Roomba Stadium. <laughs> Jeffrey, did you have uh, comments prepared after Dustin uh, asked you to, to uh, write a speech? Yeah. Uh, uh, I did. Uh, it's going to be pretty brief uh, because Dustin, does, Dustin doesn't need anyone to tell him how good his team is. I think you, uh, Kyler was a godsend for you. I think that was that was good. You were high on him in the draft, rightfully so. Uh, Godwin coming back, is he's going to be fine from the concussion, and he's going to have that awesome floor 
uh, to kind of balance out Mike Evans' boom or bust. Uh, you've always been high on Scary Terry. Showed it last week. But again, I'm kind of, we'll see on him. James Conner is my big question mark for you. So you should probably trade him to me. <laughs> Honestly, I would consider that. It depends on if I can get Kareem Hunt from Joel. And then I'll, I'll do, can we do like a little triangle trade? Yeah. No, I, uh, uh, instead, I'll take Kareem Hunt. Uh, that'll be that'll be fine. <laughs> oh, whatever. If you want Connor, I'm listening. I will say you can do three three team trades in sleeper. It is possible. So. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, I would I would trade him. I just literally don't have a backup running back to put in. So <laughs> you have Frank Gore. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh Jesus! I can't wait to get seven points a week. Ooh, I would I would kill for seven points. <laughs> oh my god! Careful, Frank Gore might kill you if you talk bad about him. He's like forty years old. <laughs> not to uh, not to backtrack, but to kind of on that point, my two running backs this week or last week, week two, gave me seven point <laughs> five points. So seven points for one running back. Oh baby. I didn't know That's it was a hundred percent increase. <laughs> That's just good business right there. Yeah, see, Frank Gore can double your fantasy score. <laughs> Keep me over triple digits. All right. I know we're going a, l- a little long again. Um, <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> <laughs> I will say before we move on, Dustin, I'm so jealous you get Alvin Kamara. I, like being able to root for him. Being a University of Tennessee graduate, I just uh, I wish he was there. Yeah, he is so fun. Like, I will say the one thing I will say is I did want to draft a fun team, and I think I succeeded, and I feel very good about that. Yeah, he's had seventeen targets in the, the past two weeks combined. And AJ Green's had twenty-two. So <laughs> if he could catch them, it would be a it's a whole other story. Um, number two, which is a shocking turn uh, for this league. Number two. Number two. So there are two teams left, and you guys are going to be very excited to know who number one is because it's not that surprising, I guess. But number two, before we get there, is Coitus Martin, which has to be, I think, the highest he has ever been uh, in a power ranking. Um, So I'm sure this was very hard for them to do. But what can you say about Calvin Ridley? He's the top wide receiver right now. Um, If Julio is going to have hamstring problems through the whole year, um, he is just going to feast uh, every Sunday. I rue the fact that he took him in the third round and didn't try and wait until the fourth round because I w- he would be on my team. <laughs> and I think the biggest question for for Coitus is, will the Falcons ever score less than 30 points? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, and they'll never give up less than 30. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's, exactly. They have to put up 30 to stay. There. Exactly. Oh, God, that team is so bad. Oh man, Calvin Ridley could turn out to be the best, the single best draft pick. I feel like, yeah, just because of where he was, he fell. So mad about that. <laughs> do you think gut gut call right now? Do you think he would protect Ridley for a third round pick next year? Ooh, Wouldn't it be a that's second a... round, right? Because it's up a, a slot. No, it doesn't move. I thought it was the same for the first year. No, I think it moves up. No, it moves up. That's what we agreed to. Oh, I thought it was the first year is the same, and then you move it up every year after that. No. No. So it would be a second-round pick. I say uh, he would go with his heart and would absolutely protect him. 
just because there's not really anybody else that's lower that's really worth protecting on that team. Yeah, I would say he protects him. Same. Yeah. I mean, I don't see why not. He's worth a second-round pick right now. Definitely. Definitely. And Julio Jones has to retire at some point, right? He's just like, at some point, he's got to become the number two at, at, at worst. That's true. I, I am worried about him for Will Fuller. That's another guy like Jarek McKinnon. We know at some point we're going to be doing memoriam for Will Fuller. He already started. So. <laughs> he already pulled a hammy. So. Yeah, he was gone all the game. He, I think he scored zero points, and that's why Coitus lost. That's what you're going to get with Will Fuller. You're going to get 40 points, or you're going to get zero. It's one of the other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no middle ground. Non-existent None. floor. But that leaves number one. Number one. Probably the second week. World of Wario. I, I just like look at that team and it's terrifying. I, I'm sure Mike is ecstatic to find out that Blake Bortles was signed by the Broncos today. Um, so that's who Noah Fant is going to be catching passes from if Hell he gets yeah. to bring back Bortles. Yes. That's fun. That's got to be good for Fant. I feel like Bortles is going to love Fant. Oh, yeah. We're a better league with Bortles in it. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, Tim, maybe go race to pick up Blake Bortles for your new QB to replace Breeze. There's a hot tip. That's fair. <laughs> I got nothing else for that, but uh, I think the only <laughs> the only weakness for, for Mike's team right now is uh, Michael Gallup has just... C.D. Lamb has definitely been the number two in Dallas right now, and I don't know. That's That's the only worry I think he has. The rest of this team is just so... Like DeAndre Hopkins is probably going to put up oh. twenty five a point, like points every week. Oh yeah, yeah. the Cardinals, man, look at yeah. it, Jesus. <clears throat> I think they're, I think they're a top like sixteen right now. And then once again, Mike does not have a single injury on his team, so this is going to be like the Golden <laughs> State Warriors all over oh again if he God. can keep it up. I mean, all he needs is one running back, one of those two running backs to get hurt, and he's, I mean, he's got no one behind him. So. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Ronald Jones maybe still is relevant. We're not sure. Uh, I think Fournette's going to take that backfield yeah. over. Yeah. It's just a matter better. of time. Yeah, Ronald, the, the issue is just Ronald Jones is just bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's a pretty just big like, issue. Watching watching the Bucks, like the dude uh, just has no burst like hitting holes. It's just yeah. it's just not good. Uh, but luckily he's got Jordan Howard back there, so he'll be, <laughs> Thank he'll be fine. God. It's like having Frank Gore, a poor man's Frank Gore. <laughs> oh oh man. my god! I hope I play Mike on a bye week, like on a, a running back bye week. Yeah, there you go. That's the key. But, but speaking of speculative matchups, let's get into this week's matchups because I've made spreads, and this is not based on sleeper. This is based on my own math. Um, <laughs> right now, I have Dan as a twelve-point favorite over Nick. The matchup of the week that Dustin wrote uh, is him versus Jose, even though the winner of Dan versus Nick is, is sole possession of first place. So technically, that's the, the right matchup for matchup. Eh, yeah, but, you know, the two one and one teams have been putting up more points than the two two and O teams. That's yeah, why. and you're higher power ranked. Oh, I guess actually I should go back and just say the power rankings all the way through one time um number one world of wario number two coitus martin number three COVID is a ladder number four ladders are a ladder number five washington washington football team so many ladders i i really we need a sound effect for the ladders when you read it like in a row it's so fucking confusing i don't know who's who just just wait because we got another one 
Washington football team, number five. Staniel Derns, number six. Todd's Clown Dentist, number seven. Cookie Monsters, number eight. Ladder, I barely, I barely know her, number nine. All Ladders Matter, number 10. <laughs> That's too much. <laughs> it's too many ladders. There's so, so many. More ladders. <laughs> so many ladders. Honestly, we should instead of the darkest timeline, it should be a ladders league. Number eleven is heinous wars, a new anus. Uh, number twelve are the bitch hippos. So those are your power rankings for week two. This week's matchup: Dan is a twelve point favorite versus Nick. Dustin, I make you a twelve point favorite versus Jose. Uh, Roach, I make a ten point favorite over Joel. Sean is six point favorite over Kevin. I'm giving myself a twenty point favorite over Tim. Wow. I really believe. Um, and Mike. It's a 21-point favorite over Jeff. <laughs> that low, huh? One point more. <laughs> uh, any bets that you guys want to put on, on Yeah, these? I'll bet against myself. I will definitely bet against myself. You don't think you'll win by 12? No, I, I think I'll win, but I'll cover the spread. You Wait, you think you'll win, but you won't cover the spread? Jose will cover oh, it? Oh, yes. That's how gambling works. <laughs> That's I know what that is. That's how gambling works. Yeah, uh, I'm just going to bet my against myself every game. I would make if we were actually putting money on this, I would make so much money, just intentionally tanking. <laughs> That's what Kevin wants to do. My Mike's team is just so much better than mine. Uh, it's good. It's going to be brutal. I might not even like pay attention to sleep for this weekend. It's fair. Turn off those notifications, except for the chat. Yeah, the notifications are pretty funny. Where it's like he made a big play, like twenty yard pass. <laughs> It gets me so excited. I turned them off because I would get amped. I think like touchdowns coming and it's like a 15 yarder to AJ Green. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> you mean AJ Green caught the pass or is it just like a attempt? He threw it 15 yards at him. Uh, that was, this is a week one example. Yeah, I turn off all scoring notifications from Sleeper, but everything else I keep on. And, and then to end my gambling corner, I went four and five this weekend. But I will say the most exciting thing I had was I had a, a parlay. So all three teams had to win. Uh, San Francisco, Arizona was easy. And then I had Dallas. It was my biggest bet. And it was the most uh, heart pounding uh, I think I've ever had. I couldn't believe that they ended up winning. That was shocking. Wow. You and everyone else in the world. Yeah, right. <laughs> we should have known. It was the Falcons. We should have known. It was should have known. All right, any final thoughts? Uh, like the, the format, we're keeping it? I like yeah. it. Yeah, for sure. Format is good. Um, I like it too. Fuck my life. And remember, folks, always be safe using your ladders. <laughs> that was different. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs>